Hello again. My name is Terry Vanderhorst, and this is Russell Gets Revenge, the audio record of my friend Russell and his quest for vengeance. Russell Gets Revenge, an eight-episode series about justice, revenge, and jalapeno poppers. Written and created by Peter Hoffman Kimball. Produced by Peter Hoffman Kimball and Josh Kelly. As a content warning, the series does deal with issues of death, grief, and violence. Episode 8. Die or Die Trying. You should be landing soon. He's been instructed to get a cab to this address, and then there we go. And when he sees it's just a row house and not some big hotel or or some kind of conference center. Ah, Right. Yeah. So we told him that we're putting him up at the home of a member, and then the conference is tomorrow. Okay. He's not going to suspect anything. And- have you thought about, I don't know, like what you'll what you'll say when he gets here? Have you yeah, thought about I'm that? Gonna, yeah, I'm going to show him this. What is that? A picture of Carrie. <laughs> what it's all about. You know, there, there's so much planning and logistics to all of this. Sometimes you can lose sight of what it's all about. You know, the blinding, vengeful rage. Sure. So I'm going to make him look at this picture. I'm going to make him see her. I'm going to hold the gun to his head and say, do you remember? Do you remember her? Do you remember her face? I want him to understand why I'm doing it. And I mean, have you thought about like, what if he doesn't? If he doesn't what? If he doesn't remember her. <laughs> you think he's going to have forgotten her? Are you? Are you crazy? I don't know. I it was pretty. It was dark. It was late. Pretty high stress situation. It wasn't stressful before he got there. I'm just saying. I don't know how good he is with faces. I, you know, that never even occurred to me that he would have forgotten her. You, I mean, you you can't forget her. I'm not saying forgotten the whole incident. Obviously, I just he might not immediately recognize her face. Well, you don't forget her. Okay, you don't you don't forget her face. You don't forget how she looked, how she smelled. You don't forget anything about her. You don't move past her. And so he waits, pacing back and forth, checking the window with a gun tucked into his waistband, then moved to a pocket, then to a back pocket, dropped, picked up, put back in the waistband. Then he makes himself a quesadilla. I think it's going to go well. I honestly don't see any way this goes well. <laughs> he's not going to get the satisfaction he wants. He's he's either going to kill him and spend the rest of his life hating himself and maybe in prison, or he's not going to go through with it. And then best case scenario, he wimps out, doesn't do anything, and feels like a fool on top of everything else for the rest of his life. Or I guess what I think is frankly the most likely is he tries to do it, or the guy recognizes him and catches on, something in... Either way, the other guy kills him first. I just, <laughs> I think that's a highly likely outcome. And I, I did not come this far to see that happen. So that's why when I was interviewing the private eye, I decided to buy myself one of his guns. All right. And here's your change. And you're sure I can't interest you in some gnocchi. It is my grandmother's recipe and she is unbelievable. And now with Marko Pavikovic about to arrive any minute, I decide I, I need to voice my own reservations. Hey, Russell? Yeah, do you want some quesadilla? 
Yeah, um, well, if you're making one, but no, no, you know, I've been thinking maybe you should just walk away, you know, let this recording stand as a testament to how hard you try. Come on. I think this shows how much you care and how hard you've tried that you didn't just forget her. You didn't just move past, but I don't think you need to go through with killing a man. You know what I've been thinking about? You've been having second thoughts too? We don't have any kids. I mourn that fact. And ever since she died, I grieved that we didn't have any kids. The idea that we never created a child together, though. The thought that if we had, there would still be someone on this earth with a piece of her in them. You know? That she could still live on. <laughs> that's that's pretty heavy. Um, too, la- too late for one of those quesadillas? But now, I don't know. Now I've been thinking, maybe it's a good thing. You don't want to survive this. I want revenge. I want justice. And I'm going to get it. Even if I die in the process. Yeah, right. You've said that before, but you're not just willing to give your life for it. You're eager. You don't understand. My life ended that day. When her life ended... So did mine, and I've just been waiting for it to actually feel that way. But it's not over. You don't have to think that way. I don't have a way. choice, Terry. One way or another, when that guy gets here, it's going to be over. And you feel good about that? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I feel like I better get that. And there he goes, gun in the waistband, walking to the door, and he opens it. Look, these are challenging times. Disease courses throughout the world. There's unrest, fear, anxiety, prejudice, turmoil. And we're not saying the answer to all these problems is podcasts. But we're also not not saying that. And yeah, there are lots of options out there. Your WT whatevers and your Joe Ruggo who's But if you want to lose yourself in a good story, you're going to need to look to a fiction podcast. Just like the one you're listening to now. And what sets a fiction podcast apart? Well, I'll tell you. Because someone wrote it. Someone wrote it down. And what did they, what did they use to write it? What should you use to write? You know what? You choose. Whether it's a Gillette 0.7mm smooth ink writing pen or a Ticonderoga number 2 pencil, find what works for you. We don't need more conflict in the world right now. Find what works for you. We have not come to divide, but to unite. So choose whichever one fits you and your lifestyle, whichever one feels more comfortable to you, whichever one lets you express yourself better. Choose for yourself. But remember, you're only choosing between those two, just between the Gillette 0.7 millimeter smooth ink writing pen and the Ticonderoga number two pencil. Those are your two options. So it's your choice, whichever one works for you between those two, nothing else, nothing else. Because remember, you're a writer, not a monster. Find out more at RussellGetsRevenge.com. And now, back to our show. Hey there. Come on in. 
And here he comes back, walking back into the living room with a man behind him, Marko Pavikovic, wearing a like a blue and white track suit, pulling a roller suitcase behind him. So, huh? how's your flight? Very long. Oh, we're just taping this for our records. Don't mind him. Hey, uh, how are you doing? How are you? Uh, you know, I... Uh, so I'm... I'm sure you're wondering what this is all about. Well, what is what this is all about? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, you're, you're probably wondering. Wait a minute. Hey. Hey, I know you. You do? I know you. Uh, I, 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 I know who you are. Okay. I'm so sorry. My friend, I, oh, no, no, I am so sorry. He's crying. Tears streaming down, and Russell's not moving. I, I have hated myself every day since it happened. Every breath I, 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 every breath I take, I curse myself. For every night, I, I'm haunted by it. I, I, I am so sorry for for what I have done. Oh, okay. Please, please, I, please, I, I don't. I, I I don't know what to say, but I uh, but p- please, I am so sorry. And Marco makes a move. He he reaches out for Russell and and puts his arms around <sighs> him. He he sinks his head into Russell's shoulder, sobbing. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I it's it's all right. It's all right. Uh, Russell stands there with Marco crying into his shoulder, telling him that it's all right. Are you okay, Russell? I mean, I don't. I never, I never wanted it to happen. I'm not, I am not that kind of man. I, no, I am so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. And there they stand, holding each other and weeping. Well, Marco's weeping. Russell looks awkward and uncomfortable, but he's not reaching for his gun. So that's good. I'm glad no one got killed. I mean, assuming Russell feels good about this and not like he chickened out. I think he feels at peace with it, more or less. Good, good. Some people might look at it like he failed at the only thing he set out to do to honor his wife's memory. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad he doesn't look at it that way, and I'm sure no one else does. Maybe he should have just hired you to do it, though. Just get the job done by a professional. Yeah, seriously. That would have been the best thing for everyone, probably. I could have put that guy down, no mussy, no fussy. Wait, I, I was I was joking. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Me too, because I'm definitely not a hitman. I don't do that for a living. But now I meet with Russell the next day to see how he's feeling. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird question, but um, are you disappointed that you didn't kill him? No. I mean... It's a relief, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm disappointed. Maybe, but th- this seems better somehow. And you didn't get murdered. You're not going to prison. I mean, those are yeah. good. Yeah, they they are. But isn't it like? Uh, I mean, not to not to sound too negative, but is a huge letdown kind of... after everything I put into this? Well, yeah. No. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I guess not, though. You have you have you like found peace? 
Look, he wasn't a lifelong hardened criminal. It was a horrible mistake. A crime and then a terrible accident. But he didn't mean for this to happen, and I... That that makes it possible to forgive him? I don't know. I guess even that doesn't really matter. He could have been a hardened murderer, and killing him still wouldn't have brought her back. And it wouldn't have brought justice, because I'd be going to prison. You know? Where's the justice there? You you wouldn't have even been going to one of those fancy schmancy European prisons with the recording no. studio and clogs. No, and- none of those. No, no clogs. No. And so, thank you. Look, I mean, there's no there's no justice, right? She was taken from me, and I can never get her back, and she is never getting the chance again at life that she deserved. So, what? So there's no justice. No justice in the world. That's the lesson, folks. There is a no Justice and and vengeance is not the same thing. So just make your peace with that. Make your peace with never being happy. There is no justice and vengeance isn't a substitute Mm -hmm. for it. Russell's had a lot of time to think about this. And he watched the movie Taken 2 starring Liam Neeson. It wasn't because I watched Taken 2. But you did watch Taken 2. Yes, I did watch Taken 2 and the film is middling at best. But I did learn something very important. If you're an Albanian crime lord and your son is killed by Liam Neeson, just let it go. Seriously. If you go looking for revenge there, there are lots of ways that things can end, but none of them are going to be good for you. That seems seems right. And, And I guess by extension, even if you're not an Albanian crime lord, you probably shouldn't be going looking for revenge either. You know, a wise man once said... Yeah, you get him back, but then your hands just smell like urine afterwards. So why even go down that road? We're just so happy that this is all over. And that he's still alive and in one piece. Of course. Has he told you his plans? Yes. Finally, we have an answer. He told us that he's going to take a month to collect himself and then consider his options. So wonderful. Very decisive. I'm driving now with Russell around Washington, D.C., past the monuments and the memorials. So now I move on to the next step, really try to put this behind me, try to actually live my life. And you feel good about that? I feel terrible about it. Everything I've said up till now was completely true. Uh, I really wanted to kill him, and I wanted to make him pay for this. You know, I really did. But in the moment, I realized that if I killed him, I wouldn't be seeing the monster who did it in front of me. I would have just been seeing a desperate man dying in pain. Which one is the White House? Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. Marco is here in the car with us, too. Yeah, that's the other annoying thing. uh, Because we only bought him a one-way ticket. It took a couple of days to get him a return to Macedonia. So uh, I'm putting him up and showing him around the city. That's generous of you. It just felt right, considering I did lure him here to kill him. Oh, what's that? But you know what? It was this that brought me peace. This? Yeah, this. The planning, the mission, the thinking it through, plotting it out. Somehow all of that just made me feel like I was actually doing something. And in some ways, killing would have actually taken away from that. I want to be able to remember Carrie without picturing his dying face in my head at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) And, I mean, all of this is, of course, assuming that you would have been successful. (laughs) What? 
Well, that he wouldn't have fought you off and stolen your gun and killed both of us like people thought he would. Well, people said that. What? What? What's that? And there we have it. Russell's mission of vengeance, where he, he actually didn't kill the man who murdered his wife, but he accomplished something greater. He found peace with himself. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say that. I just decided that no one else needs to die, and I'll do my best at moving on with my life. I think you got to get back to actually living your life, you know, getting out there, being social. Uh, you should ask out Kelly, the web designer. Oh, you think? Oh, she was a consummate professional. Consummate professional, speaks her mind, intelligence, strong will. That's everything you would want in a woman. Just don't mention Blink-182. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. And with that, we bring this to a close. I am Terry Vanderhorst, and this has been my record of my friend Russell and his pursuit of vengeance. Russell gets revenge. This episode starring Josh Callahan, Ptolemy Slocum, Neil Gargiulo, Tyler Hopkins, Chase Kimball, and Peter F. Kimball. Don't Matter Media Production. As we come to the end of this story, just know that this is actually only the beginning. I mean, not the beginning of this storyline. I mean, this wraps up pretty conclusively, and um, uh, but but that doesn't mean there won't be a season two. Russell gets revenge. Season two. Russell takes Manhattan, or or actually, maybe it'll be Russell gets revenge. Season two. Russell in space, or Russell gets revenge. Season two. Russell and the gang out west. Russell and cattle. It won't be that one. I promise you, it won't be that one. But stay tuned for season two of Russell Gets Revenge and for the next projects from Don't Matter Media. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 